Hello and welcome back to the Prosecco Sessions, a weekly podcast discussing a host of topics over a glass of fizz or two. And welcome back to the Prosecco Sessions. Today, I'm joined by a guest down under to discuss the topic of living abroad. So, who is joining me for this episode? Her name is Nina Hall, and she's an actress and singer from Essex who relocated to Australia a few years ago. Living abroad can have its highs and its lows, as I also know from experience. So let's discuss what it's like to live away from Blighty in today's episode. Welcome to the podcast. It's so nice to have you on. Thank you. It's nice to be here. Thanks for inviting me on. Yeah, it's been a long time since I've spoken to you. Like, well, not in the in the flesh. It's been donkey's years, but even just so long. Yeah, it's mental. I know. I know. It's crazy, but it's it's nice to hear your voice now. You sound very different than you did all those years ago. I was going <laughs> to say the same to you. You've got an Aussie twang now. I'm quite surprised. <laughs> people say that and I'm always so surprised because I'm so Essex like it really surprises me that people think I've got an Australian twang but there you go I can't hear it but (laughs) I can hear mate (laughs) yeah I can hear the Essex twang every now and then but no you sound Aussie to me now it's amazing (laughs) oh my god (laughs) there you go (laughs) so my first question for you is when and why did you decide to move abroad Okay, well, um, we moved in September 2014, which is six years ago this year, which uh, we just can't believe it has flown by so fast. Yeah. We were only supposed to be here for two years, um, and <laughs> five and a half years later, we're still here. Um, we love it. So my husband's work, they had their headquarters in, in Sydney, and uh, he was offered a position here. Um, and if it wasn't for that offer, I don't think we would have even thought about moving to um, anywhere else, really. Oh, um, right. N- never mind the other side of the world. Um, but we decided to t- take the plunge and move. So Will's work, um, they flew us over for, I think it was five days um, before we made the move, just to see if we liked Sydney and, and you know, liked the vibe here and stuff. Yeah. Um, and, yeah, then we were like, yeah, let's just do it. It's and really good, are. actually, that they flew over just to make sure you liked it first. Because can you imagine if yeah. you moved your whole life and then said, oh, I don't really like this? Crazy. I mean, like, it's not a two-hour flight away. It's no. 23 hours. So, yeah, um, it was really cool that they... Um, did that and um, I was just really excited to um, come to Australia to see where like home and away and neighbours are filmed. Yeah. I wanted to see Alf Stewart but I still haven't found him. <laughs> <laughs> yeah so I also lived abroad um, briefly for I've meant to actually mm. be living abroad for three years in Cyprus with my husband Chris. Um, ah, okay. But we only managed a year because I personally didn't like it so this is where I think it's interesting to hear your side because obviously yeah. you enjoy living abroad, whereas I personally didn't. But my my experience is different. So again, it was moving because of my husband's job. Um, yeah, I'd never considered living in Cyprus before that. It wasn't somewhere I'd always wanted to live. But I just thought, oh, sod it all. 
well, ghost, what, 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 what have you got to lose sort of thing, so... Yeah, that's right. You only live once, hey, and exactly. if you, you, know, you don't know until you try it. But I suppose the, the difference between me living here and you in Cyprus is that Cyprus, they don't speak English. No. <laughs> so that must have been really difficult for you. Yeah, my, I'm not very good with languages either, so that was fun. <laughs> yeah. But wow. on the flip side as well, if I decided I wanted to just pop home, if I got a bit homesick, it was only like a couple of hours flights. It wasn't so bad. Yeah, so, that's handy. That's yeah. really handy. Yeah, and um, what what was Cyprus like? Like the weather was it nice all year round and stuff like that? Um, it was it was hot, sort of come April to October, which was lovely. Sometimes yeah. got a little bit unbearable. Um, uh-huh. with we didn't have any aircon where we lived, so um, yeah. Oh my god, <laughs> that was a struggle. But, um, <laughs> yeah, yeah, and then sort of winter time was quite mild, but to me because I got acclimatized to it, it felt cold, but. It would be like mm. 17 degrees and I'd be like, oh, it's really cold. <laughs> yeah, in jump, jumpers and uh, tights. Yeah. That's what I'm like. <laughs> yeah. Is it, what's the weather like where you are? So um, at the moment we are now in autumn. Um, we've just come out of summer. So summer is, it can get to 45 degrees in some parts of Australia. Wow. Um, not, not in Sydney. Um, I mean, it gets close to that maybe. The highest I think I've ever experienced in Sydney is about 35 degrees, okay. which is super duper hot, but it's so humid as well. Oh, okay. So you end up, yeah, you end up walking around with hair like Diana Ross, like a huge <laughs> frizzy frizzball um, that you can't control because of the humidity. Um so yeah, the the weather's nice. The weather is really, really nice. Even in the winter, like it's warm, it, it's about 19 degrees. But as you say, you, you do get acclimatised. Yeah. to it so 19 degrees then feels cold um but it's not really cold yeah I say that at home <laughs> it's 19 degrees today it's freezing and they're like what the hell are you talking about that's an English summer's day yeah. <laughs> in 2011 an estimated 350,000 people left the UK to change their usual usual place of residence for at least a year with 43% of those being emigrants being British citizens I got that there we go (laughs) so are you surprised that people are looking to emigrate looking at those stats no I don't think so I'm not surprised at all to be honest um as we've kind of just touched on like the weather in the UK is very hit and miss isn't it yeah very Um, true and there's a lot of rain and so that stops you from doing kind of outdoorsy things potentially yeah um i also think that our generation um we've got way more better opportunities outside of the uk than there had been back in the day um so i think more and more people are taking advantage of that um and i think that's because um the world seems to be better connected than it yeah, once was that's so, very true know, people are curious and want to visit other countries i suppose yeah, and I suppose with technology and things, you can Skype and FaceTime people at home and it's not yeah. as, you're not so cut off from them. Whereas yeah, I imagine it. years ago, it'd be like, I'll send a letter, you might get it in a month or so. And, yeah. You know, which, yeah. which is... I, like I carry a pigeon. <laughs> yeah. I mean, I personally like writing letters, but it is nice to have that instant yeah. connection with people. So, yeah, yeah. As, like you say, there's more opportunities for people from our generation onwards to sort of emigrate nowadays so yeah it's more of the norm yeah yeah like a lot of people that you you talk to especially over here they've lived abroad 
Um, yeah, so I think it is really, really common now, which is which is great because I think, you know, visiting all these countries, whether you live there for a period of time or you just go on a holiday or whatever, I think it only enriches your life and just makes you, uh, I don't know, more of a well-rounded person. Yeah. Um, yeah, I think it's only a good thing to Definitely. visit countries, different countries. Yeah. For you, what is your favourite part of living in Australia? Um... I love the fact that every weekend feels like a mini holiday. So when you've oh. had a really kind of rough week at work, you can, you know, jump in the car and obviously depending where you live, but I'm talking about where we live, we can jump in a car and be um, to the beach in like 15, 20 minutes. Amazing. Or, you know, there's like beautiful walking trails that you can do in the mountains and so when you go back to work Monday morning you do really really feel refreshed that is so nice yeah it's really it's really great yeah Um, I I love that I love that about living here I really do Um, obviously the weather like we've touched upon yeah um and the fact that you can do all activities all year round as the weather is so nice even in the winter so like camping Will and I um we love camping um we can't at the minute because our son's only three months old but um, when he's older we will take him um but yeah we'd you know we'd camp all year round um and the weather would be would be perfect for that um that is really cool my favorite bits about living in australia for sure yeah what about you when you lived in cyprus yeah i think for me that's okay (laughs) for me it was (laughs) the weather again because you could be Mm. outside all the time which is great i love being outside and fresh air is just lovely um we Mm. weren't too far from the beach actually as well thinking about it so um we'd go swimming after work and just enjoy being outside um and another thing for me was the Cypriot food I loved the food there it was so nice what type of food do they have there they have this thing called chef talia it's like oh how would I describe it? it's like almost like a sausage that's like got herbs in it I don't just taste lovely I've never had it anywhere else I do crave it occasionally as well I think oh "Oh, I can't I can't have it so it's lovely and even just like things like the salads and stuff it's so much fresher and just nicer and the eggs like the yolk is really rich and nice whereas some of the food here in the UK is pretty crap to be honest (laughs) so I miss pie and mash. What are you talking about? <laughs> yeah, and you can't get a decent fish and chips over here. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I would miss that, to be fair. Yeah. <laughs> uh, Could you make that sausage thing you were just talking about? Could you make it yourself? I should look it up, really. I probably can, but I just don't think, even if I did, I'd get it quite like the Cypriots do, because it's yeah. like one of their specialities. Oh, right, okay. But, um, yeah, I just Give love the go. food. Yeah, I'll have a go. Nice. <laughs> have a go. Have a go and let me know. What's out <laughs> of interest? What is sort of like signature dis- dish in Australia? Mm. It, or is there one? I don't know, really. Let me have a think. <laughs> Shrimps on the barbie. <laughs> Shrimps on the barbie, Sheila. Yeah, that's <laughs> probably like a, a stereotype. Um you can eat kangaroo over here. We've never done it because I, I can't. I just can't eat kangaroo. No, I don't um, think I could bring myself to do that. No, but um, I suppose the Aussies, they love a barbecue. They love yeah. a barbecue. Because um, obviously you, you can have it 
all year round. I don't really know if they've got like a signature dish, to be honest. I shall find out and let you know some yeah, other time. I am intrigued, just out of interest, mm. really. But yeah, yeah, I should know, but I, I don't. Sorry. <laughs> do you ever get like homesick or like how? And if you do, how do you deal with homesickness? Oh, I get homesick every day. Do so. you? Yeah, yeah. Oh, totally. Even now, when we first moved out here, um, Will started his job pretty much straight away and I was searching for a job so there I think there was about a month where um I'd be at home or um you know on the internet trying to find a job and I was too scared to go out the front door in case I got lost or anything like that and yeah I think that was my that was like really really sad time for me I felt very low very very homesick obviously it got better but I do still get homesick every day um especially now um now we've got our son yeah um, yeah we, we get homesick even more so we just want everyone to meet him but as we've spoken about before I think regular FaceTimes and calls to you know friends and family that does get you by yeah um, and I think the fact my mum and I have this saying whenever she comes over here or we go over to the UK whenever we say goodbye which is awful mm. we always say we're only a day away and it's true we're, we're just a day away on on, on the aeroplane so having that thought um on the kind of days where you feel really really homesick really helps as well I think oh I love yeah. that that's really that sounds quite comforting to sort of yeah, hear it that is. it yeah. is yeah it is I think yeah. for me I got <clears throat> well this is one of the reasons I moved back I got so homesick um, and like you, mm. I didn't have a job initially when I was out in Cyprus. Um, mm. We lived on like um, an RAF base, so I could pop to the shops and things. But again, I felt lost initially, thinking I don't think I'll be able to get back to the house and yeah. <laughs> things like that. And yeah. I mean, thankfully, living on a military base, I could talk to other English people, which was nice. Oh, but okay. for me, yeah. a lot of um, people on the camp were a lot older than me we were sort of 20 Mm -hmm. 24 when we moved and everyone else was sort Mm of mid-30s and up so I didn't feel like I could relate to anyone really so I felt a little bit isolated so for me that was that was hard Mm. um and I would always think what's the time back home like Mm -hmm. I'd think oh it's eight o'clock here it's it's six o'clock at home or whatever the time difference was I can't even remember now (laughs) but um yeah I think dealing with it was like you say FaceTime video calling loved ones and I just sort of keep in touch with people and make plans to have them come visit and that would sort of help me to sort of deal with it a bit more I guess yeah absolutely I was gonna say that I think it's it's really important when you live away from home to make plans like whether you're you know planning to go back home or you're planning for someone to come out and visit you I think having um, something to look forward to really really helps as well because you can do like a little countdown yeah and it's really exciting and yeah so yeah that does help but that must have been so hard for you to not have you know anyone there your own age to kind of connect with because um, yeah yeah it, because we were newly married um we just wanted to go and have a nice time enjoy ourselves whereas everyone else was sort of settling down starting to have children and we just weren't at that stage so we couldn't really we had nothing to relate to them with or we'd go out with um people on camp that were like like the single lads and go down the pub again 
it's fun, don't get me wrong, but I had nothing in common with them. So yeah, it felt a little bit isolating at times and um, I would get a bit nervous about leaving the house on my own. So I'd sort of stay in a lot of the time. And yeah, I think that all sort of contributed to why I got so homesick. But I think if I were to do it now, it would be fine. I think I've grown up more, I've got more in common with people now and just got a little bit more life experience. So maybe yeah. we'll do it one day, I don't know. <laughs> Come to Australia. Come here. <laughs> well my husband, my husband wants us to move to America. That's where he would like to go. Um Oh, nice. Yeah, I'm not sure. Where No? Okay, no. That? I think because of having a bad experience of living abroad and feeling so down, it sort of put me off yeah. really. Um, yeah, I was going to ask you that actually, whether it's kind of tainted your view on, you know, doing it again. It it has a little bit, which is unfortunate really, because I feel like it's kind of stunted us in a way. I know my husband would love to, to move abroad, but I'm just a bit too scared. Maybe Maybe one day I need to sort of build up the courage again. I don't know. We'll, we'll see. But yeah. maybe just do a bit more research and go for a holiday somewhere if we're thinking of yeah. moving there that's what I would do I think yeah. in the future yeah absolutely I think that that's a wise thing to do yeah but um yeah it is what? tough and you, you do you do have to be brave I think but um you know it, it's not for everyone and that's that's totally fine you know yeah. the UK is an awesome place to to be as well so you know each to their own yeah very true what would you say uh like positives and negatives about living abroad um, I would say meeting new people has been like a massive thing for us. Yeah. Um, because the people that you meet and connect with, um, they kind of become your surrogate family in a way. Yeah. Um, so that's been pretty awesome meeting lovely, lovely people. Um, obviously as well, just making really cool memories and doing cool things and um there's loads and loads of different things it's it's when I think about all of the like positive things about living abroad it's pretty it's pretty overwhelming to be honest with you and I just feel really really lucky that um we've had this opportunity because um definitely it's been the best thing that and the best decision that we've ever made yeah um to move abroad for sure I think the positives for me were sort of discovering a new culture um, different traditions and things like that but then negatives yeah. were the main one for me was being homesick um, yeah and then as well if I ever went out of the RAF base if you know someone didn't speak English the communication barrier was was really hard um, mm. if you're lost and you're thinking I don't know how to get home that happened to me a few times <laughs> trying oh, to sort no. of um, figure out um, how do I ask this person how to get to here and you know you, you sort of you, you get there in the end but it used to be quite difficult at times yeah so well, good good on you for I think it's very brave to move to a non-English speaking country yeah I think that's very brave indeed thanks you <laughs> you're welcome <laughs> I think as well the, the, the main positives obviously again new cultures etc but when you have like your loved ones and uh, friends out you make such good memories that you wouldn't yeah, necessarily have at home it's it's nice to just be yeah. able to pop into your mum's for a cup of tea but equally it's so nice when they come and visit and 
you have this lovely holiday and it makes such nice memories that you'll be really fond of you know things like that are, yeah. are really nice about living abroad yeah absolutely absolutely and I think um we take things for granted don't we when you're like during the daily grind of of life um I know we did in the UK like I've, I've never been to Ireland I've never been to Scotland and these places you know you can get to within a day yeah um, and I think I think that's a very good point you make when you do get visitors and stuff you do make more of a point of um doing cool things and making those memories definitely yeah, that, that is a positive thing about living abroad yeah and equally when you come back to the UK and have a visit it's it's nice it's quite nostalgic as well I imagine for you to sort of come yeah. home absolutely do you know one thing I miss about the UK and our friend that we met out here she was English she moved back to the UK recently and she brought me out some Robinson's juice they don't <gasps> sell that over here oh and my she god some over and it's one thing I miss about the UK. Is that is Robinson's juice. <laughs> that is very random, but I I can understand that if you can't get something where you are, no. you must really crave it. I know. I'm just drinking water all the time and wine. Like you know, well, it's nice to have a bit of Robinson's juice. I'm sure the wine's <laughs> lovely though. To be fair, does that yeah, make up for it? Lovely. It does, yeah. I mean, I've not been able to drink it in a while, but um, there's lots of lovely wine regions in um, Australia. You can do like lots of different wine tours and stuff like that. It's very lovely. That's very, very lovely. Pretty region. cool. <laughs> yeah. When it, so when it comes to like living abroad, um, for those that are sort of seeking to do that, what sort of tips would you give them? Um, I would say to be open-minded um, yeah, and realise that you will you will have to give your new life time to kind of settle into things and things like that. Um, yeah. Except that there will be hard days, and um, i.e. homesickness. Yeah. Um, do as much research as possible. That's really really important. So if you can get a little trip in before you decide to make the move, I think that's very beneficial. Um, and also before you make the move. Find places that you can continue your passions and hobbies. Okay. And um, that's really important because um, that's how you make friends and how you settle into life quicker, I think, by, you know, doing the things that you love to do when you lived in the UK. Um, I think that's really important too. Have you found it easy to make friends living abroad? It's um, it's a tricky one because it's not as if, you know, like at school, you could go up to someone and be, do you want to be my friend? Yeah. That's how you and I became friends. Yeah, pretty much, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but, as, but as adults, you don't really obviously do that. Um, but you have to. You have to push yourself and you have to, if you meet someone and they ask you out for a drink or if you want to meet for lunch, like you have to say yes, you can't say no. Yeah. Um, because you, you need to make friends. So you really do have to be brave and just push yourself and um, do things like that. But that's where finding places that you can do your hobbies and stuff. Um, that's really important because that's how I made all of my friends here, basically through, I uh, found like a theatre company. Oh, um, cool. And I've remained friends with, with all of them. And if it wasn't for me finding the theatre company, then I'm not sure how many friends I will have to this day. Oh, so, yeah. oh I'm really pleased that you've like met people that you've got the same interests and you can sort of bond with yeah. people over that, I guess, as well. That's really nice. Absolutely. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, for sure. And I would actually say, I'm, I think I've, I've found more friends. I've got more friends over here 
than I have in the UK now, I think. I suppose because you have to make because you have to make more of an effort, a conscious effort to be sociable and make friends, whereas I guess at home you kind of think not in a horrible way to friends and family, but you kind of think, oh, they'll, they'll always be there and yeah, you've, you've got that base of people. So it's almost like I don't really need to bother making any more friends in a way. Do you know yeah. what I mean? Yeah, you're right. You are right. Yeah. But... Sorry, friends and family. I love you all dearly. <laughs> <laughs> I think I know the answer to this next one. But okay. um, would you ever move back to the UK? Do you know what? I think we would. Oh, okay. I think we would. Okay, yeah. I was wrong. So, I thought you'd say no. <laughs> I know, I'm sorry, I'm sorry. Um, so we've just got our Australian citizenship. Um, so that really enables us to, um, you know, be able to move to the back to the UK if we want. And then if we think that Australia is the better place for us to live, then we can just move back freely to Australia. Wow, um, that's so good. I've kind of... Yeah, it's really good. We're again, we feel very, very lucky. I've kind of got this idea in my head where I want to live in the countryside with a white picket fence and a little fluffy dog in the countryside <laughs> in the UK. Um, and I think until we've tried that style of living, because previously we've lived in London and and um, uh, parts of Essex that have not been in the country. Yeah. I think until we've experienced that life, we can't make a decision on where we want to end up. So I do think we will move back to the UK. Um, at some point for sure I think it's nice to have that option as well and congratulations Mm. on your citizenship as well that's that's awesome thank you thank (laughs) you yeah never thought we'd be be citizens but here we go I'm glad we've done it did you have to do like a test to you know like they do over here to see what you know about Australia and yeah we, we did we did and um I would just like to say, for the record, my husband got 95% and I got 100%. Wow. Like to, uh, I know. Thank you. Thank you very much. <laughs> I do wind him up about that. But yeah, you do have to do a test. Um, you do have to do a test and you have a little interview as well, um, which is really scary. It's yeah, I was going to say, that must have been quite nerve-wracking. <laughs> yeah, it was. It was. But, um, <laughs> hey, we must have done all right because they, they gave us citizenship, so that's good. <laughs> Oh, that's great. I don't know whether I would... I think I'm still on the fence about emigrating. Um, Maybe? I don't know. I think I need to do my research more if we were to ever do it. But I am quite content here in the UK at the moment. But I don't know. Where do you live? So we live in Lincolnshire, um, just on the border of Cambridgeshire. And it's countryside, very flat, sort of Fenland area. And it's lovely. But then I wonder, yeah. are we missing out? Are we sort of selling ourselves short? Because I've always, from moving up from Essex, always lived in this area, Bar Cyprus. So there could be so many other places we could live that we won't know unless but we that, try. Well, that's right. But the part of the world that you're in is beautiful. And there are some stunning parts of the UK. And I think, you know, um, especially with all the political stuff that's going on at the moment in the UK I think people are forgetting just how amazing the UK is as a, as a place to live yeah that's um, true yeah it is lovely yeah, here it's awesome it is and I like yeah, the heritage that we have here as well so I was gonna say yeah the, the history of the of the UK is um, great as well Australia is quite a young country in comparison to the UK yeah um, yeah 
Oh, well, thank you so much for being on the podcast. It's been so nice to A, catch up with you because it's been forever and B, just chat to you about living abroad. It's been so nice. It has. Thank you so much again for asking me to be on the podcast. You're welcome. Thank you. (laughs) You have been listening to the Prosecco Sessions with me, your host, Kat Raymond. If you love it, sub it. And if you enjoyed the podcast, make sure to rate it five stars and share so others can find it. Thank you so much for listening and tune in for the next episode.